Hey, how you doing, Makiba? I'm good. I'm in a London state of mind. Yes. For people who do not know what this song is, West End Girls. West End Girls. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's so funny to try to sneak music in. I just wanted to play that for you because we could not get enough London. So we found the Allure dancers that are based in London. We don't know if they're West End girls technically, but they're an elite, awesome dance group that have also ventured into some cheerleading performances that we found online Yeah, for our international week. We need to just call it international week, seriously. It really is. This interview is really cool. Her girls are gorgeous, very highly trained, mm-hmm. and just the real deal. So we're not going to waste any time. We're going to kick it off. Meet Lexi. See you on the other side. Western girls. <laughs> Hi, Lexi. Hi, how you doing? Oh, good. How are good, you? Good, how are you? This is uh, Brittany. And this is Makiba. Hi, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. Well, thank you so much for uh, agreeing to talk to us on such short notice. Um, not sure if you had a chance to check out some of our content, but we started a pro-cheerleading podcast about, gosh, three months ago now. Um, we're in our second season. We kind of covered... A lot of topics around NFL cheerleading since we both cheered for the Seattle Seahawks for a number of years. And um, this year we're kind of branching out and expanding and we thought it would be pretty cool to talk about pro cheerleading and just dance at at an international level. And we came across the Allure Dancers and so we're kind of pretty excited to be able to talk to you. Yeah, cool. Thanks so much for getting in touch. It's brilliant. Oh, great. Great. We're pretty casual. Just wanted to chat with you and hear all about um, the group and um, specifically what you guys do to promote football in London. Can you tell us about the Allure Dancers and just how you formed them and what types of events that you guys do? Yeah, of course. So I formed Allure um, around, I think it was only four, four years ago now. Um, and it was, um, I'm a professional dancer myself, um, and as many professional dancers know, your career can be quite short-spanned, so when you sort of get into a certain age, you do have to think about, can I do this forever? Do I want to compete against the younger girls that are graduating, and what's next for me? Um, and so I wanted to start planning that earlier than I sort of hit 30 and go, oh no, what's now? Um, So I was trying to think of a way to keep myself and give dancers other work. Um, And that's when I came up with, I would love to have an events company that I could do, sorry, a dance troupe for events where I could still be involved. Eventually I wouldn't have to dance. I could be more the manager and running it. But while I still could, I could still put myself in it as well. And then I'm giving more jobs to dancers because, as you know, the industry is so oversaturated. So if I'm creating more work, I'm helping out my friends, um, giving them more opportunities as well. Um, And then it's it's gone really, really well since that day. Obviously, it's ups and downs with all industries. We're really busy one minute and then it goes a bit quiet and you have a little freak out and go, okay, where's my next job? And then... (laughs) they all come in again and we've been doing such different events that I felt really lucky. Yeah that was one of the things that was so interesting um if you could talk about that because I saw everything from lounges in Monaco to (laughs) there are just a wide variety of events that you guys do which is so cool it's not just cheerleading for like the red zone. Yeah so yeah with um 
with what we do, I sort of started it off as an all-female um, event group. So for I wanted to aim it at the luxury events because um, that's sort of the world that I was kind of involved in when I was dancing. And through the contacts that I made, through maybe like light work within the past uh, or contacts I made, say, where I've been uh, okay, I have to shoot a film and I sort of made sure I'd be in contact in all those areas, those people I got back in touch with. Um, and they were then happy when I said, oh, I've got this company. They were sort of like, oh, okay, well, let's, let's give you a trial and see how it goes. But some of those trials were things like um, a company called the Blue Marlin Ibiza, which is a huge beach club in Ibiza. They wanted to do a pop-up in the UK. And they were like, brilliant. Well, if you can do it, do it. And that was sort of my first gig with with them was for this huge brand. Luckily, they were like, it went well. And we kept that going while they did it in London. Um, all the time it paid I never ever get my girls to do anything that's unpaid which I know was a question of yours with with cheerleading mm-hmm. um, everything the girls are always paid um, so yeah the blue mining was one and then um, the Grand Prix was something that I just thought sounded really glamorous so I got in touch with uh, some of the after parties and said I've got this glamorous dance troupe and would you be interested in having us and it just happened that one of these companies was needing dancers in one of their events so we flew out to Monaco we did a good job there so we then flew off to Singapore to do it with them we're going back to Monaco again this year um, oh and also out there we met some pop stars that we were dancing before so we started dancing for um the singer Ray I don't know if you have her in the States yet R-A-Y-E no. um we met her at the Grand Prix at the Grand Prix and we then started backing dancing for her and another singer called Jasmine Thompson who's also quite a big pop star in the in the in Europe. And so through all these little jobs you meet other people that go, Hey, you girls are great, would you want to do this? That's why our jobs are quite diverse. Because other people go, Hey, maybe you could do that, but for me in a different situation. Mm-hmm. And through word of mouth is really the main way we get our jobs. That's super awesome. So, cool. so um how do you find your dancers? Do you have an audition process or Oh, yeah, of course. So the first time I did it, I simply used my friends and we sort of played together and we, yeah, because it was, it was really fun. And then um, obviously all the girls are self-employed, so they're not contracted to me. So I just give them bit work, sort of like this gig here, this gig there. Um, some of them, like one of my girls went off and starred in 42nd Street in the West End. Um, another girl just left because she's now dancing full time for Dua Lipa. Um, so the girls are kind of doing all their own things. So when my lead girls that are my mates leave, I do. I did a big audition um, in London where I posted it out on social media and some dancers, like web pages and stuff. And we sort of went to see how many girls would show up. You never know whether you're going to get two or you're going to get 2,000. Right. Um, our first audition, we had about 200 girls because we were quite new. Uh, the next one out was uh, quite quite overwhelming. I was I was so like, wow, this is cool. People know about us and are wanting to work with us. So we did a full day of auditions where the girls that were already in the dance group helped me. So obviously we choreographed something. I taught it to them. We had to cut it down to people that could pick up choreography fast. Um, that would maybe fit into the costumes that I already had and would look good with the girls I already had. Um, I do have a variety of jobs, so I wasn't going for just girls that were, say, five for eight. I know that sometimes a client might want girls that can be lifted really well or stuff like that. So I have got quite a nice mix. 
Um, but yeah, it's quite a lengthy process. We were there all day, um, but I managed to get um, quite a nice group of girls out of it. How many um, women make up the troop? So my main core, um, there are eight girls for the main the main group. But this is all. Every event we do is different. So within our books, we've got about twenty five girls. So if the main core of them can't do it, I then branch out. So I'm quite loyal to my main, my first lot. And mm-hmm. if they're not available, I'll then speak to the other girls and say if that client then wanted 20 girls, I have got all of them. And if it got to the point where someone said, okay, I need 100 girls for a music video tomorrow, I would then pull all of my contacts and speak to agents and then try and get more girls that way as well. But in my main core, I like to just push the look of about seven. Oh, got it. And so some of the women it look like also sing, and is it more like a variety show that you offer as well? Mm. Sorry, just sip tea. It's okay. Uh, very English. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we've got two sides to the company. It's quite new that adding in the singer. Some events were sort of saying, budget-wise, I don't know if you've ever found the girl, but that entertainment is usually the last, is the first thing, sorry, to be cut from an event. So they look at their budget and they go, okay, well, we need food, we need booze, we need waiters, we need this. Okay, we've run out of money, let's cut the dancing. But they wouldn't really cut a singer because they want some sort of entertainment. So I thought, hey, let's have a singer with girls um, so that we can provide a full package. So they're not paying a band and then dancers. They could just buy the whole thing and have that as one set show. So that's still getting there. I've, we've only had a couple of gigs with that so far. So I'm still trying to grow that side of it, but that's more sort of cabaret, sit down dinner, people can go to you know a corporate event to work do, and you'd have my singer, my DJ, my sax player, and the other dancers would come out. So that's a new side of the company that I'm still kind of working on. Oh, awesome. That's awesome though. That makes a lot of sense about how first thing to be cut is entertainment. I never thought about that, but it's very true. Yeah, unfortunately, and I hate to say, but dancers tend to be the bottom of the food chain um, in anything. Singers get paid more, models get paid more, dancers get paid more. So it's that kind of thing. Okay, how do we try and keep this job going? and get the girls a good rate without people just scrapping them. So I was trying to think of more ways to make us more more employable. So you're just a dancer, entrepreneur extraordinaire. I mean, it's great to be able to have the flexibility to kind of package what you're offering just depending upon the client and having that type of flexibility with the with the talent that you have. Yeah, well, I'm sort of saying that we're with folk. So for, for years, I was one of the girls in the line-up dancing this company, that company, whatever, and you do, you get taught a set dance routine, usually from a YouTube video that you weren't paid to do, and then you get told to go off to this hotel in London and go do it there, then you have to drive to this hotel and do it there, and I thought, all these people at these corporate events are seeing the same old dance routines, the same old sequins, I thought, that's got to be boring, especially these people that go to these charity balls and whatever. See, that there, what I wanted to do was create something bespoke so when you come and watch us, you don't see the same performance twice. Ooh, nice. Um, yeah. And I think that's why we've been quite successful. Well, your dancers are stunning and gorgeous, and um, just some of the videos, pretty talented. Um, so you said some of them are performers, and I, I'm trying to think of what it be. You said the West End and different things, so they're all professional dancers it looks like yeah, yeah. they're all prof- 
professional dancers do. A lot, a lot of them are models. Um, a lot of them, obviously, they're all they all have to be dance trained. Um, where I've self taught some of them, but they're more like my hip hop girls. But yeah, most of them have gone through like a one of the big academies, a bit you know like a Juilliard kind of, but an English version. Um, they've all gone through there, um, but they've all done. Yeah, they've all got quite good CVs. I tend to take on slightly older girls. Um, just because they're experienced and say if anything needs to be changed or anything like that, they've got that experience to go, okay, right, we can do this. They've been in shows, they've done musicals, they've done music videos. So I like that experience because I think you get a wiser dancer. That's awesome to hear. As an, I won't say elderly woman, but <laughs> I mean, I danced pretty late in my career and it's not, you're so right that sometimes the options get a lot slimmer. But there's a lot of, you know, experience yeah. there that you can leverage instead of having, I mean, in the NFL particularly, you can have girls as young as 19, and so it's, it can be a little mm. challenging at times. Absolutely. And just don't get me wrong, if there was somebody that, that wasn't that young, then, and they, they fitted the bill, that, that is absolutely fine. But just from what I found with certain gigs, especially if, say, if I'm flying them off to Singapore and I'm not there, I want to know that I've got really hard-working girls that are really experienced and professional, mm-hmm. not maybe someone that's a bit overexcited to fly to Singapore and might go a bit crazy. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, can you talk about your um, your relationship with Red Zone Bet? Or they're, I'm just, they're a client of yours, and mm. it looks like you've done so many... Absolutely, yeah. We've done loads of stuff with them. They've been absolutely brilliant to me. Um, I met them, it will be three years ago now um, and it was actually through a, just a casting they were looking for um, an actress actually at first um, to come in and play a cheerleader for their internet adverts and I thought well, there's no reason why I couldn't try and send some of my girls because my girls are actresses I sent one of my dancers called Billy who is this absolutely gorgeous she is mixed gorgeous I've oh, seen her on she'll your... be really good at this oh, I love Billy yeah she's and she's hilarious as well, which is really good. Um, I sent her along, and they apparently said, oh, we're seeing a dancer? Mm, oh, well, we won't we won't look at her. But then she walked in the room. They thought they'd already cast it, and they went, oh, oh my God, we got it wrong. We need Billy. <laughs> and then from that introduction, I kind of called up as the acting as an agent, sort of, even though I was the leader of the, the troupe. Said, Just so you know, do you need other girls in this? Because that was true. And they went, oh. Okay, and they met all of us, and then we shot an advert. We've shot loads more adverts for them since. We've then done voiceovers. Um, we danced at big racetracks. We danced at uh, Twickenham Stadium with them, which is like our main sort of ground where the rugby plays, but also the NFL have played there as well. So we danced there with them. And it's just led on to more and more, and it's actually got me into the world of cheerleading. Oh, I wasn't okay. in that world at all. Getting the job took me into that world. So now I'm choreographing as part of sort of NFL UK for, for redzone.bet through my dance troupe. So it's something that oh. I wasn't in that world of, but now I am. And I'm absolutely loving it. So oh, are the girls. So, so cool. I thought I saw on one of the posts from one of your dancers just kind of like, you know, I'm bringing on for a day. Just maybe it wasn't. I didn't realize that cheerleading wasn't kind of their background either. Do you want to know a couple of them that have done it for, um, over here, it really isn't that big a thing with the sports game. There's cheerleading contests over here, um, you know, which is sort of the main sort of gymnastic versions where they compete and all 
that stuff. Um, but with the NFL stuff, I don't know if you if you agree with me. I find it's like a dance troupe rather than a gymnastics troupe. Like the girls can still do the the flicks and the splits, the jumps, but it's more more about the formation dancing. Um, and that's why over here we didn't really have that much of it. So now, now with the NFL coming to the UK and getting quite a good reception. There's more of it creeping up, and I feel like we're at that point where it could go massive, and mm -hmm. I think we're in a really good position because we're there ready to explode with it. Yeah, because, I mean, we send, I mean, the teams that go play over there, they send their cheerleaders, but I'm just kind of like seeing you guys over there. They don't really need to. <laughs> I mean, if you guys are performing at games and all of that, it's just so exciting to see the expansion yeah, yeah. of the NFL. Yeah, well, we're all loving it. Like you say, the girls make it, make you comment, like, bring it on to the day, that kind of stuff. They found it amazing that they got to dance the pom-poms it was like you know sort of childhood dreams because <laughs> we all look at the american chicken it's like we and we watch the reality show you know um what if cows got their audition process stuff like that so all of us watch all of that and then we're like oh now we get to do it so it's, it's, it's exciting for us that is so cool and did you guys do a lot for the super bowl as well yeah, so we had a really good lead up to the uh, to the Super Bowl. We did a, a big publicity stunt where uh, for two days we went round um, famous London landmarks and we did one of our routines. Obviously, I had to adapt it because it would be dancing outside on concrete, so we couldn't do as many of our tricks. Oh, okay. um, and all of that footage went into the, uh, the UK press. And I was thinking, oh my gosh, everyone's going to think that these cheerleaders can't do any any sort of like <laughs> big tricks. But they were dancing great, so I didn't want to hinder them anything or injure them in any sort of way. But it was really, really fun. We went around London, so we did the biggest uh, landmarks that you could think of. So Piccadilly Circus, Trafalgar Square, the London Eye. And we danced there to sort of really get the the UK into the Super Bowl. Um, so cool. And sort of drum up a bit of awareness about it. And yeah, we made it into all the main UK papers, which was brilliant. So, yeah, it was really, really fun. Yeah, that's freezing, how, freezing it's right? It's snow on the second day. Oh, my gosh. Oh yeah, that, my that's God. how we that's found you. It is so cold. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, all really? The, all, that, all of the press, yeah. <laughs> we were kind of researching just cheerleaders, and, you know, we saw UK and, and China as the main countries that are kind of picking up on like, I guess, the American style of cheerleading. But, yeah, I did see, like, all the performances and the landmarks. I've only been to London once, but uh, certain things looked familiar. I saw that it was cold. Yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. Even if you've seen it in a movie kind of thing, you're like, oh, I recognize that. Oh, yeah, it was, it was funny. The poor girls, though, they were literally running out of their a sort of heated, like, car, and they're doing a dance, taking some photos, and then running back. I came to make sure they didn't freeze to death. I appreciated their hard work. <laughs> no, they're troopers then. I know we've been in similar situations where you're just so cold, but you kind of smile and uh, and grin and bear it. But so, so cool. We really appreciate um, just hearing about what you guys are doing and we're following you on social media so we can keep up with all the things that you guys are up to. What's next for you guys now that the Super Bowl's over with? What have we got coming up? Yeah, that's... That's a good question. What have we got coming up? So our main gigs, um, the ones that take a lot of planning, are we're flying off to Ibiza this summer for a fashion festival. I don't know if you've seen that on our Instagram. We, we started doing it a couple of years ago where it was really, really small. And each year it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, and 
last year we did it at this new, brand new hotel in uh, San Antonio, Aita, and this year we've been booked again. We don't know where we'll be performing, but it gets more and more press every year, so it started off really small, but that's really exciting because the girls, we love going abroad seeing somewhere in Instagram feed I could not sleep last night but um <laughs> I saw oh, a let's get a let's get physical party that you guys did which is so hilarious because I was slightly obsessed with Olivia Newton-John this past year we have an, an episode called let's get physical <laughs> where we talked about you know the body image requirements of you know being a professional cheerleader and stuff and so I thought it was so cool when I saw a picture of from that party that you guys must have done. I don't remember when. Oh, my God, that was so funny. Yeah, <laughs> I danced at that one. It oh, was, you did? We did it. We made it really camp. So we had, like, sweat towels, and we had little arm weights. Um, so we were, we were being really silly with it, uh, but it was it was so fun. We weren't allowed to film it, unfortunately, because there was a few celebrities at the party. Oh. So I was only allowed to take a couple of photos, you know, like, sort of just outside the room. Otherwise, I would have tried. That's the only thing sometimes with the, the events we do. Because they're high profile, we're not always allowed to film. Which yeah. does hinder sometimes because footage gets you more gigs. So not all the time can I can I put out there what we've done. Because if there's a famous person in the room or something like that, you're not usually allowed. Uh, but yeah, that one, unfortunately, I wouldn't. But it was so funny. It was just very happy. <laughs> <laughs> It looked fun. Goodness. Well, we wish we could yeah, travel fun. over there and see you guys in person. That would be so cool. But we'll be watching. Oh, from- yeah, maybe we should go to Ibiza, Kiva. I know. Why oh not? That's why you should meet us, girls. Come meet us there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, we so appreciate just chatting with you. Um, thank you so much because, I mean, literally, this was like a couple days later. You had all the things for the Super Bowl. So a lot going on. So making time for us is like... So appreciated. Yeah, thank you so much for your time. Oh, that's so great. Have a wonderful Yeah, thank you evening. again. Thanks, girls. <laughs> okay, Lexi. Cheers. So, it was lovely chatting with you. Thanks. You too. Same. Cheers, girls. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bloody brilliant. What brilliant. do you think of that? I just, I want to see her perform. Like, she, I love that she still dances and can kind of pick and choose if she's going to, like, be a part of any performance, but... You know, I just loved her focus on just providing opportunities for older, more experienced and seasoned dancers. You took all my notes. You saw my notes over there and I took did them. not. I promise. <laughs> just kidding. But I was just, I mean, she is stunning. Like we, um, I wish we could just link to all pictures of her, but she's still got it, still wants to dance. She's her own entrepreneur. And I mean, I love her whole idea and just putting it all together and just one thing kind of leading to the other to be able to like have all these gigs for her girls is it's fascinating to listen to. It just started with an idea, and look at what she's doing now. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, because that was on my notes. I'm so sorry. No, that's totally fine. I think that's just what really resonated with both of us, 
because she's providing opportunities for dancers after they're supposed to quote unquote be retired. Right. And I loved how she was explaining that they're actually more valuable because they're mature and she can trust them to travel on their own. I think that was like a really big thing with seagulls Mm -hmm. is that you didn't want to be sending like an 18 or 19 year old to another country trying to manage three or four other girls because we did that a lot yeah we no, sent on promos where you're kind of on your own there's a lead but and things can kind of go wrong you know you can be put in situations too where um you kind of just have to feel secure in yourself as a woman to say that i know how i'm going to carry myself in any given circumstance i mean you get tested but i think mm-hmm. the more mature you are the less panicked you'll be about it and you'll be you'll be composed, right? Um, and they go to, I mean, Ibiza, Singapore, Monaco for the freaking Grand Prix. Yeah. Like, I was I was just drooling at the thought of being able to do, I mean, that's a promo appearance for your ass right there. Like, just Super being cool. able to go to the, you know, other countries. And, and I just love that she's selling them on the concept of we can actually be a part of your entertainment. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that was another thing that I thought was really interesting because dancers and entertainments usually cut first Mm -hmm. from... I mean, think about that. Like, when you have a wedding, you're not going to have dancers. There are some weddings that people do hire dancers to come, but Mm -hmm. a lot of times it's just like a DJ or... I mean, I did my own playlist, so I didn't even hire a DJ. But, um, yeah, I just think it's really cool that she's offering these experiences and opportunities for dancers to dance longer in their life. Mm -hmm. And... um, yeah, what kind of cheerleading, or what did you think of the cheerleading aspect? I just thought it was cool. Number was one, really cool. her outfits are on point. I like that, I mean, what she does for that uh, sports betting company, the client that she has, um, they seem to have like a, a uniform that's got their brand on it and it's kind of like their look. But I liked what the, the publicity stunt that they did where they were going to all the landmarks in London and performing. She had like the cutest little Letterman's jacket. Those are cute. That reminds me of the Texans girl. No, it oh, was um, Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. Yeah, they had Letterman. I think a couple of them had Letterman mm-hmm. jackets at Pro Bowl, which looked, the look is super cute. It but is I cute. just thought, um, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm, I didn't realize that they didn't do that much in the cheerleading space, but um, I, it kind of made me excited to see them do more stuff because maybe because the girls just seem kind of excited about it. Like I'm living out a fantasy of watching Bring It On and all the cheerleading shows in the U.S. and now I get to be one. So I'm mm-hmm. just curious what kind of twist they would put on it. Yeah, it was really cool. Mm-hmm. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed a little trip over across the pond and just thinking outside the box. Like, you know, even hearing um, the desire to know more about this style of dance and cheerleading, just kind of understanding that for people who are in pro cheerleaders in the U.S., you know, maybe there's something that's marketable for you to kind of go overseas mm-hmm. and teach people who are interested in um, the U.S. style of dancing because we, this is the birthplace of it and it's very unique and I think it's something that, you know. It's sought after for sure. I think so. so. Take your skills overseas, get to travel a little bit and do what you love and teach other people about it. It's That'd be awesome cool. opportunity. And maybe we'll do that. Okay, come I on. I know, right? Let's Don't steal our idea. Exactly. <laughs> Never mind all that. Yeah. But thank you, Lexi. We are so happy to share this interview with everyone. And until next next time. Well, this is a bonus. So you got a little double dose of London. But next week, our episode is Supersonic. It is about an NBA 
dance experience in the all-star game and just hearing about the differences between NBA and NFL because she cheered in both leagues. So I think it'll be really cool. So tune in. Tune in and stay safe, you guys. Snowageddon is happening in Seattle. (laughs) It's happening. All right. Ciao. Ciao. Well, what do they say? Cheers. 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 Until next time. Bye. You're supposed to say see you on the (laughs) sidelines. Until next time. See you on the sidelines.